Morning Prayer on the 17th of September. Today the Church remembers Hildegard, abbess in Bingen, a visionary, who died in 1179. We also remember this is the day on which St Francis received the sign of the stigmata. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. God, be gracious to us and bless us, and make his face to shine upon us, that your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. O let the nations rejoice and be glad, for you will judge the peoples righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase, and God, our own God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Psalm 14. The refrain is, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Corrupt are they and abominable in their wickedness. There is no one that does good. The Lord has looked down from heaven upon the children of earth to see if there is anyone who is wise and seeks after God. But everyone has turned back, all alike have become corrupt. There is none that does good, no, not one. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Have they no knowledge, those evildoers, who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call upon the Lord? There shall they be in great fear, for God is in the company of the righteous. Though they would confound the counsel of the poor, yet the Lord shall be their refuge. Oh, that Israel's salvation would come out of Zion. When the Lord restores the fortunes of his people, then will Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. God of heaven, look with mercy on all who are consumed by ignorance and greed. And let the children of earth know that you are God forever. Amen. The reading today from the book of Acts is from chapter 15, beginning at verse 1. Then certain individuals came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to, Jer to, to Jerusalem to discuss this question with the apostles and the elders. So they were sent on their way by the church, 
And as they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, they reported the conversion of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all the believers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all that God had done with them. But some of the believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and said, it is necessary for them to be circumcised in order to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders met together to consider this matter. After there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, My brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that I should be the one through whom the Gentiles would hear the message of the good news and become believers. And God, who knows the human heart, testified to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. And in cleansing their hearts by faith, he has made no distinction between them and us. Now therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing on the neck of the disciples a yoke that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear? On the contrary, we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. The whole assembly kept silence and listened to Barnabas and Paul as they told of all the signs and wonders that God had done through them among the Gentiles. After they finished speaking, James replied, My brothers, listen to me. Simeon has related how God first looked favourably on the Gentiles to take from among them a people for his name. This agrees with the words of the prophets, as it is written, After this I will return, and I will rebuild the dwelling of David which has fallen. From its ruins I will rebuild it, and I will set it up, so that all other peoples may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles over whom my name has been called. Thus says the Lord, who has been making these things known from long ago. Therefore I have reached the decision that we should not trouble those Gentiles who are turning to God, but we should write to them to abstain only from things polluted by idols and from fornication and from whatever has been strangled and from blood. For in every city for generations past, Moses had those who proclaim him, for he has been read aloud every Sabbath in the synagogues. Here ends the reading. The Canticle. The Song of the Covenant. Beginning and ending with the refrain, I have given you as a light to the nations, and I have called you in righteousness. I have given you as a light to the nations, and I have called you in righteousness. Thus says God who created the heavens, who fashioned the earth and all that dwells in it, who gives breath to the people upon it, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord, and I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the captives from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and shall be forever. Amen. I have given you as a light to the nations and I have called you in righteousness. commentary on the reading from Acts 15, 
by Martin Percy. After there had been much debate. Oh no, not another meeting is an oft-repeated sentence in any clergy household or among laity involved in governance or ministry in a congregation. Meetings? Are these not the very obstacles that suffocate the spirit, costing us the most in time and energies and achieving the least in outcomes and goals? <clears throat> the Council of Jerusalem is one of the first recorded meetings of the church. It was a kind of synod set up to try and resolve differences and address tensions. Are Gentiles full members of the church? What are the conditions of joining? Do Jewish food laws need to be obeyed? Who is in charge of this new faith? Christian history is partly a story of progress through tense meetings, of dialogue breaking down, but not ultimately being abandoned. The great councils of Nicaea and Chalcedon, right the way through to the First and Second Vatican Councils and to Lambeth Conferences, are gatherings of fractured dialogue, differences and diversity. These are places where ideas clash, differences are discerned and distilled, before forming into a richer harmony, albeit a blend of tension and agreement. God works through meetings, even tricky ones. We need to work through our conflicts if we are to achieve consensus and arrive at communion. Very little in Christianity has been crystallised without debates and the kind of tense, difficult meetings that have underpinned the discernment process. The Holy Spirit, it seems, does work through these. Let us respond in faith. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. I have called you by name, you are mine. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. The Benedictus begins and ends with the refrain. They who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. They who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. They who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. Let us pray. On this day, the church remembers Hildegard an abbess, a visionary, a musician, whose writings and music have fairly recently come to the attention of people in the modern church. We thank God for these gifts hidden away some senses for so many centuries, but refreshing people spiritually today. We thank God for those who live close to God and the fruits of their closeness are spread to others, but maybe not in the way or in the time that we might expect. We also thank God for St Francis, who in his own visionary moment received marks of suffering in his body, marks which mirrored the marks of Christ's crucifixion. We thank God for his example in finding times to be alone with God in the midst of a life of travelling and preaching. Thank God for how he lived to the end of his life, rejoicing in his closeness to Christ through suffering. And thanking God for even sister death, seeing her was able to praise God too. So we thank God for the inspiration of saints from a very different culture and background of our, from our own. We pray for the day and its tasks and its challenges, for wisdom in the decisions we make, for grace in the way we relate to others. We thank God for the meetings we are involved in, some we may be expecting soon, some we may recently have experienced. For the meetings which may have seemed dull or full of tension or creative and harmonious. We thank God for those with whom we meet, even those with whom we clash. And we pray for that greater harmony that God is at work to produce in the life and meetings of our church and other meetings too. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those in local government, for our local community leaders, the 
pay for those who provide local services. We pray for those who work with the young or elderly. We pray for youth workers taking up their ministry and mission again as the school term has begun. We pray for those in schools, colleges and universities. And for those in the emergency organisations. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Commend ourselves to God. We pray that we ourselves may be granted a vision of his truth. Most glorious and holy God, whose servant Hildegard, strong in the faith, was caught up in the vision of your heavenly courts. By the breath of your spirit, open our eyes to glimpse your glory and our lips to sing your praises with all the angels. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.